Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillan, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Hopefully, you're actually surviving this whole coronavirus pandemic and world economic meltdown, depression, recession, you name it, whatever they're calling it. Uh, you know, it just seems like, you know, this last sort of four to six weeks, we've had more conflicting information, news, speculation, and you name every other word that you can think of to that might create confusion in people's minds. Um, it's happened in the last you know, few weeks or last month or to six weeks from getting very little sort of information and most people just thinking, well, you know, this is just another one of those viruses like SARS or whatever else. And I don't mean to undermine any of that, but again, you know, what we've seen the last four weeks is the most unprecedented uh, situation that we could probably ever get into, especially with the market, away it dropped so fast and um, I've never seen that before, markets crashing at a top. It's, and to me, right from the start, I was thinking something was not right um, and something was driving this other than what we're hearing about a coronavirus. And I still think there's an economic war going on and there's a lot of um, things coming out more recently to suggest I may not have been far off the mark when I first said it. I thought, you know, I was, when I was chatting to Jim Beach in the US on my um, YouTube market report on the... Uh, YouTube. So if you haven't seen my YouTube channel yet, it's Wealth Within TV. Um, I do every week. I do a US market report, an Australian market report, to a live show as well. So if you haven't seen my live show, um, stock market show, just go to Wealth Within TV, and you'll see all the videos there. But I was only chatting with with Jim, and I said, "Gee, you know, it was only two weeks ago we were talking about Phase One of the China-US trade deal being locked down, and now China's started a pandemic. That's interesting." You know, and yeah, it doesn't surprise me what's going on. But as I've always said, it's not what happens, it's how you handle it. And that's one thing that, you know, my mother taught me. You know, my mother died several years ago, but, uh, and she brought me up as a single mum after my dad died when I was three months old. And, you know, you get all your values and your ethics from your parents, you know, by the time you're pretty much, you get everything from your parents. I think it was sort of less than 97 or 95% of everything you learn, you learn by seven and your parents have really got you for most of that. So that's why you get a lot of people with some strange um, beliefs and strange um, ideas about how things work. I mean, they don't give an instruction manual for being a parent, do they? Um, but again, you know, to me, you know, as I said, my mum always said to me, it's not what happens, it's how you handle it and it doesn't matter you know, whether you crash the car or, you know, whether you do 
something a little bit silly is are you if you know if the other one of the statements you used to say to me if money will fix it it's not a problem and we were broke like you know we were on a pension on a widow's pension so we'd had no money and that's you know from a statement coming from somebody with no money it didn't mean she was poor it just means we were broke and there's a difference between broke and poor Paul's a state of mind broke is just temporary and that's the stuff my my mum really instilled in me it didn't matter if we didn't have any cash in in the wallet were we happy were we healthy were we safe um, and did we have the right attitude? And I find a lot of people have a poor attitude, and what I mean by a poor attitude is just is one that's a poor mentality that's always about not enough, about scarcity. There's never enough money. There's never enough opportunity. There's never enough whatever, and the world's against them. And you know, if, if all you're looking, if all you do is complain, then all you'll look for is thing to complain about. I'll say that again. If all you do is complain, then all you're going to do is look for things to complain about. So if you want a more positive outcome in your life, then look for things to be positive about. And that's what you'll find. And I want to ask you a question here. And, and this is, and the reason why I'm bringing this up on this podcast now is simply because I have seen the absolute gamut of human emotions um, over the last four weeks from outright stupidity to ignorance to... Um, you know, um, arrogance to, um, you know, um, somebody, people being so gung-ho and gambling. It's just the, the range of emotions and the range of things that have been happening. And you've probably seen it as well because obviously, you know, when people are panicking about their health, you know, especially, you know, if there's somebody, for example, and I'll use an example, you know, we've seen some of those mass shootings in the US on the television and how people are just run for their life and, you know, logic sort of gets out the window. You just want to get out of the road. And that's, we've seen a bit of that, you know, that sort of stuff in Australia. And I didn't, you know, as Australia, you know, we're maybe a little bit, we're sheltered definitely from the rest of the world, but we'd never experienced stuff like that. People just walking down the street and not going, oh, there's my neighbour. Oh, I better stay away from them because I might catch something. Um, and that's a really different thing for us. But what I want to do is pose a question and I suppose a question I pose to our advanced traders um, in our uh, advanced course that we run. And the question is, who are you? And when I ask people to say, who are you? Most people go, you know, oh, my, my name's John Smith. I go, yeah. And they all look, you know, I'm a carpenter and got three kids and a wife and, you know, drive a ute and whatever it is, whatever that story is. And you've heard it from everybody else. Um, but generally when you say, how are you? Most people go, yeah, I'm fine. And you go, how? and they go, how are you? And they go, great, I'm fine. But are you really fine? And are they really fine? Or is it just a standard answer? But we give out, when you get asked that question, you give out a standard answer of your name, your occupation and your family situation. And that's pretty much about it. But that's not who you are. And what I mean by who, who are you, and this is one thing you need to sit down and have a real big think about it, who you are is the person that you became before you were seven. That's who you are. That person that had the, the beliefs at, uh, that their parents gave them, the beliefs and the values and everything their parent gave you. Uh, and that's who the real person is, that core 
person because the rest of your life you run off that and you know there there are four types of beliefs in uh, four four maybe four or five um you know you've got you know deliberate beliefs ones that you set for yourself the ones that you know to be true you've got uh, indoctrinated beliefs whether they're from your parents from school from church whatever that is you get indoctrinated with this belief you have operating beliefs which are ones that you just operate on like i don't touch fire because it's damn hot so i know that and if i jump off a cliff i die unless i've got a parachute on so they're sort of operating beliefs. But you've also got ones called transparent beliefs, which are ones that you don't even know you've got. And people run on those, and that's why a lot of people have a poor mentality because they have this belief of scarcity that stops them from achieving what they want. So they make decisions to get them exactly what their belief is, scarcity. So the decisions are, I won't spend money to do this, because what happens if it doesn't work? What happens if I fail? What happens? And that's that scarcity mentality, whereas right now the market's melted down. It really did. It melted down during March, and at the moment, for the last couple of weeks, it's been going up, but I don't think the carnage is over yet. I think we've got another dip down. But how did you react during that time? How were your emotions during that time? How were your beliefs? What were you thinking? Were you thinking about how much I'm losing, or were you thinking about opportunity? Because everything's just a matter of perception. That's all it is. Or, your, or what we like to call your frame of reference. So what's your frame of reference? Is your frame of reference one of success or frame of reference or one of failure or, and continued failure and continued bad decisions? Because the only way you're going to change things is to change how you view things or that frame of reference for yourself. And to me, all that gets back down to your beliefs and everything else. And we see it. You only have to look at our YouTube channel, look at comments from people, and you start seeing their frame of reference. And it's amazing how much um, lack of knowledge is there. Lots of there's lots of ignorance in there. Um, and can I say there's no silly questions? There's no or there's no dumb questions. But things, I think, if some people read back their questions in a month's time, they'd be going, "Why did I ask that?" Or really, is that a good question? And people are asking me right now, "Well, where's has the market bottomed yet?" And I, I don't know because I don't know. It's has it got a probability of having bottomed yet? Yes, it does. Has it got a probability of going further down? Yes, it does. So which one's right? Well, time will tell. Because nobody's going to get that right. And people are saying to me, well, how long before we get back up to where we were before? Well, how long's a piece of string? Nobody knows. But I'm not saying that's a dumb question, but I'm just saying where's the frame of reference from that coming from? What's causing the person to ask that question? Who are they? So are they thinking about prosperity and about abundance? Or are they thinking about how much they've lost or are losing or might lose? Um, and so what's their frame of reference? See, we all run on those beliefs and we also run on things such as core motivators. And it's another thing I teach our advanced students because to me, being successful at anything is 80% attitude and 20% aptitude because your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. I'll say that one again. That one's from a book. I'm not sure it was Dennis Waitley or... Zig Ziglar or somebody, one of those greats from the 60s and 70s. Um, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. So how's your attitude? Have you had a check lately? What is it? And what determines that? And we run, as I said, we run on the beliefs and the, the values and that we get from you know our childhood up to seven and uh, more, more, mostly, I think, most of our beliefs and our attitudes come before we're five and we take on those traits of our parents and most people say oh I don't want to be like my mum oh, I don't want to be like my dad I love to be like my mum and I am you know to me my mum was an amazing lady 
yeah, she didn't have money, but that didn't make a difference. She was happy. She had great, you know, she looked after us and we had a happy childhood. We had no money, but then I've seen people with lots of money who had a crappy childhood. So what's the difference? It's the what, how they look at all their frame of reference. Now, we've also got what I also teach our advanced people is about motivators. What's your core motivator? Because... And I talk, it's like the hard drive on your computer. Like your hard drive's there, but then you put an operating system on it. And the operating system determines what everything else does on top of that. So what programming we put on top of that. If your operating system's corrupt, yeah, a computer's not going to work that well. And so how are you operating? Is your operating system nice and clean and fully optimized to get success? Or is it a bit corrupt? Or is it so old it needs really needs updating? Do you need an attitude adjustment? You know, that's the sort of things you need to be asking yourself. But the core motivators I talk about with our advanced people are yeah, motive, your core motivators are affiliation, security, achievement, and power. They're the four you run on. And then they're sort of your operating system, and then you put your beliefs on top of that and other outlooks on top of that. So so what I mean by that is if your uh, if your operating belief is security, then everything you do will be based from a security point of view. And that doesn't mean you're risk adverse. It can mean you're the opposite because you've got, if you have like a, a long, let's draw a straight line, and in the middle of that line, the very middle of it, you have a zero, and then on the left-hand side you have 10, and then on the other side you have 10 as well. So you have plus or minus 10 on either side of the zero. Now, when you're, when you're run by security motivator, you could be so risk-adverse that you lock yourself in your house with 27 padlocks on the door and bars on the windows, and you never talk to anybody, and you get home deliveries, and et cetera, et cetera. You're a hermit. You don't go out because you fear everything on the outside world. You don't pick on friends etc so you do everything that's keep you away from being at risk so that's your or anything that would challenge your security but then you've got people at the other end of the scale on top 10 on the other end is they do everything to put their security at risk so they'll be the i'll do base jumping and i'll drive racing cars flat out or i'll drive a motorbike 100 miles an hour and they'll challenge constantly be challenging their security so you got that end of it you know, and so you need to look at what is motivating, and that's why we do this in our advanced course is to say to people, if you want to be a very good trader, you need to understand who you are. So who are you? And is the you that you're portraying to the outside world the same as the you that was seven years old? And I, my guess is probably not. Um, but who are you? Are you somebody that wants success, but you're too afraid to get it? Are you making decisions? with a poor mentality or are you just broke if you are don't have the money that you have or you desire right now are you just broke and waiting for the money to catch up and I've often said to some young people that I'm mentoring who have got a great attitude and you know they say oh you know you know I'd like to be a millionaire I said you already are you're just waiting for the money to catch up because you've got to have the millionaire mindset first and then the money catches up with you because then you'll make the decisions that a millionaire makes then you'll have what they have and I call that the be to have principle that I talk about with our traders first you have to be the person that you're desiring um, or that outcome that you're desiring so therefore you've got to be that person then do so that's the second part is then because you're already that person in your mind then you'll do what they do and when you do what they do you'll actually have what they have but people don't often think about that they always they, they I find a lot of people are very um as I said, a poor mentality. And it's the only way I can explain it, and, and I don't mean um, 
it in a negative way such it's just how people run um what i mean by that is people are making decisions like oh, i don't have the time i don't have the money to study your course Dale, but i really want to be a full-time trader um well that's great do the course but the decisions they make is not to do the course and not to put the time and effort in and not to put the study in and not to put the resources into becoming the trader that they want or they'll say to me i really want to trade full time so i'll read your book well hang on a 30 dollars book's never going to teach you to be a full-time trader YouTube's never going to teach you to be a full-time trader, you know. Um, or, look, uh, look, I want to be a full-time trader. I want to pay 500 bucks for a course. That's never going to teach you to be a full-time trader, but you get the point. They're making decisions because they don't believe that they are the trader or their person getting that result. And that's the first change is, you know, for things to change first, I must. And right now we're seeing a huge, huge shift in the market. We're seeing huge shift in human psychology and how the world is operating. And now is this amazing, amazing time for, for you and for everybody to shift to where they want to be and, and just take on things. There's so many opportunities in the world right now to make a lot of money, including the stock market. It has never been a better time to learn. And I'm not saying that because we teach people. I'm just saying because it's so true. There is so much opportunity right now. It's not funny for those who want to stick, stick their hand up and say, yeah, that's me. So who are you? And what I mean by that is also not just finding out who you are now, but who do you actually want to be? Who? What's the person? If you, you know, designed the ideal you, what would that ideal you look like? What would they sound like? What would their beliefs be? What would their actions be like? Write it down and then go for it. Simple. What do you got to lose? You might get a bit better. You might have more money. You might have more freedom. You might have more success. You might have some more security. You might have more health. You might have more better family life. You might be more enriched. Sounds pretty worthwhile to me, doesn't it? Hopefully it does to you, but again, you know, we do really need to understand what's going on now, and it really just gets down to our frame of reference, you know, and understanding what motivates us and how we're going to move forward. And, you know, right now, and what we've seen is a lot of people acting on herd mentality, trying to bottom pick, trying to pick falling knives, trying to, you know, jump in the market because they think things are cheap. They're doing all the same mistakes as what I saw in the 87, in the GFC, what I've seen in tech wrecks, all that sort of stuff. They're all doing the same things. So if you want to not be part of the herd, because the herd doesn't really make much money, and you can see that, you just have to look around how many people are independently wealthy or or self-sufficient um, financially there's not a lot you know so there's plenty of room up the top plenty of fresh air and plenty of sunshine so if you choose to make that step but uh, as i said if you want to check out our youtube channel it's wealth within tv just go there on youtube you can do that if you haven't subscribed to our e-news yet please get on our website and you'll get my marker reports and podcasts and all sorts of other things on there love to have you on board but if you do want to talk about you know, how you might be able to achieve success in the stock market, just give our team a call. You know, get on our website, register for our information, give our team a call, happy to chat to you. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care and stay safe. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com. And click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.